Welcome to the Fantasy Football Show. Now, unlike uh, some other organizations, we do allow copious amounts of drinking here. The show to tune to for fantasy football knowledge. So if any of you took Doug Martin early, there are flasks over there on the table. It's the Fantasy Football Show with Jeff Meller. Dear Lord, please help homeless friends understand that make-believe computer football is no excuse for using the internet to be mean. This is the Fantasy Football Show on Chicago's Home for Sports, ESPN 1000, ESPN Chicago app, and 100.3 HD2. Live from O'Donovan's on the north side, this is the ESPN Chicago Fantasy Football Show, presented by Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey. Here's your host, Jeff Meller. Yes, what a fabulous Sunday it is, and we are live on the near north side at O'Donovan's today. Come on out and say hello. I'm Jeff Meller with the Fantasy Football Show, as I'm here with you every Sunday morning from 8 to 9 a.m. What's a fabulous Saturday of football action to react to, and of course, that pertains to all of your fantasy football leagues, which hopefully at this point are in, as Jim Moore likes to say, playoffs? That's right. We're in the playoffs at this point, and... The Sunday show after the Saturday triple header affords me the rare opportunity to change it up just a bit because chances are several people out there have had some interesting, whether it was plays or just opponents going off on you, an interesting Saturday, one like we probably haven't seen in fantasy football playoff history because of just the absolute ridiculous numbers put up yesterday, starting, of course, in the opening game at noon between the Colts and the Vikings. The zone, 36-yard line, back to pass, green left to Dalvin. Turns it up outside the numbers to the 40. Gets to the 50. And is loose by Dalvin, 20 to the left. 15, 10, 5, touchdown! Dalvin Cook, yes, yes, a 64-yard touchdown! Snap. Takes the handoff. Looks left. Looks center. Yes! It is DJ Hawkinson for the two. And we're tied at 36. All those points, and TJ Hawkinson tried to salvage your day with a two-point conversion there, although it probably wasn't enough. 39-36, the Minnesota Vikings pull off the greatest comeback in NFL history after trailing that one 33 to nothing at one point. What a ridiculous day. And, of course, if you played against Kirk Cousins, if you played against someone like Justin Jefferson or Delvin Cook, you saw them go off. Or, unfortunately, if you had Jonathan Taylor in your lineup, that one hurt, right? Because he gives you two snaps, catches one pass, and then immediately goes to the blue tent, although we weren't informed on the broadcast until halfway through the first quarter. Nevertheless, Jonathan Taylor leaves that game, so chances are, if you found a way to get into your fantasy football playoffs with Jonathan Taylor, he had one more trick in store for you going out in your playoffs with, in the first two snaps. So brutal, brutal day for a lot of people out there who own Jonathan Taylor. But that's okay. We're going to try and help you find a way to victory here at O'Donovan's today. Again, broadcasting the fantasy football show from 8 to 9 right now. Brian Hanley will come up from 9 to 10, and then we will be back live from here 
me and Dion Miller broadcasting with your points bet pregame show from 10 to noon today. And then I'm going to be hanging out with a fantasy football watch party until 2 o'clock. So O'Donovan's on the near north side is the place to be today. Come on out and join us again here right now until 9, then back again from 10 to noon. And then I'm sticking around until 2. Dion Miller will join me at 10 o'clock as well. If you're new to the show, I will run through some of the key injuries that you need to be aware of for today's matchups, and then we will take your calls and try and help you set your lineup. Again, it's 312-332-3776, and you can also hit me up on Twitter at Jeff underscore Meller. All right, so there's all the key stuff from yesterday. Oh, you know what? I forgot. Charlie, how could I forget? Charlie back at the shop. Charlie Bevins holding down the fort. How could I forget the nightcap, which concluded with a fabulous snow game and... A punctuation from Mark Sanchez after the Bills clinch a spot in the playoffs. Sliding on the field, sliding in the playoffs, sliding DMs, man. It's awesome. Spoken like a man who's had his DMs slid into Mark Sanchez on the NFL Network last night as the Bills go ahead and beat the Miami Dolphins with a last Second field goal, Josh Allen went off as well. So if you're playing against Josh Allen or if you have Josh Allen, we will also help you find your way through that one. All right, so 312-332-3776. Let's continue on with some of the key injuries you need to be aware of. Jones lined up left. Saquon takes the snap. Saquon bounces outside. Barkley's in for the touchdown, and the Giants have the lead with 6.08 to go. All right, so Saquon Barkley, he's going to play tonight in Washington. This is the night game. I bring him out first, though, because if you watched that game last week, he was clearly hampered by the shoulder-slash-neck injury that he was dealing with. So I'll say this. At this point, with a tough matchup against Washington, he, he registered, I believe it was 81 scrimmage yards two weeks ago when they played. And clearly the Philadelphia Eagles, who are in town to play the Bears today, a very difficult matchup. Again, we'll get more into that at 10 o'clock. But Saquon Barkley had the Eagles last week. You probably weren't expecting much. You didn't get much from him. But the Washington defense is stout. Saquon Barkley is clearly not the same guy that he was early in the year. And the Giants are littered with injuries all over the offensive line, basically everywhere on the roster. So... They're struggling offensively, and Daniel Jones has kind of reverted back to the Daniel Jones that most people expected him to be when we entered the season. So at this point, if you have a decent option that you're thinking of using instead of Saquon Barkley, I'll tell you, I can go ahead and sign off on that. I'm doing that in a few leagues. So Saquon Barkley, unfortunately, at this point, um, I think it's a tough matchup, and he doesn't look like himself. So if you want to go somewhere else, I can certainly see the reason why. Jacobs. Jacobs with running room right up the middle. Jacobs is on his way. The Raiders are going to win this game. So good news here. Uh, this was probably a little more in doubt on Friday. But on actually yesterday, Josh McDaniels, I saw him quoted as saying they expect Josh Jacobs to be ready to go as they take on the New, New England Patriots. Now, maybe the more curious one is what's going on in the Patriots backfield in the same game. They're down 10. Stevenson looking for a block. He got it for Myers, and there he goes. Kiss him goodbye. That is a touchdown. 31-yard run, Stevenson. Ramondre Stevenson might be the one who is most up in the air, and it is, of course, 
complicated by the fact that this is a 305 kickoff. And so we may not know whether or not Ramondre Stevenson is going to be active until around 1.30 today. We don't have any of the NFL insiders tipping us off just yet. Schefter, Rappaport have not said whether or not Ramondre Stevenson is going to go. He was not a participant on Wednesday nor Thursday. He was limited on Friday. Of course, Damian Harris has already been ruled out completely for the Patriots. So Ramondre Stevenson is somebody who clearly has helped you to this point get to where you're at in your fantasy football playoffs, and he's been really a revelation as a pass catcher as well. So in PPR formats, he has been, he's gone from somebody who you probably grabbed in the third uh, as your third running back and has really been that revelation that has helped lead the way for you. The problem is not sure if we can feel comfortable about using him. And then if it's not Andre Stevenson, I think we've come to learn that it's hard to trust the New England Patriots, whether it will be Kevin Harris or Pierre Strong Jr., can't really tell you with any definitive nature. And so because of that, I think if you're if you got anybody who is, you know, somewhat reliable, I'd probably go in that direction because he was again limited on Friday. I don't feel great about that. And so unless you're willing to roll the dice with either Pierre Strong or Kevin Harris, and again I can't tell you anything about either guy um, in terms of who Belichick uh, will prefer because you just never know because of the uh, head games he likes to play with his opponent. So it's a tough call there. Um, if you can go somewhere else, I would highly advise it. Wilson floats it. There's Judy. Pass caught. Judy still going. Down inside the 20. And touchdown, Denver Broncos. All right, so Russell Wilson, this is an oddity. He cleared a concussion protocol, but he has been ruled out, and he was ruled out fairly early on Friday despite clearing concussion protocol. So can't, you know, I don't know if this is the Broncos being extra cautious here, but the problem is you heard him throw the touchdown pass, one of three, to Jerry Judy last week, and I think a lot of people have been tempted to use Jerry Judy. I'll be honest, with Brett Rippon throwing him the football, I, I was actually encouraged by what we saw from Russell Wilson last week. It was obviously in a comeback effort against the Chiefs. They had already gotten into a big hole, but nevertheless, I was encouraged and thought Jerry Judy could be somebody who you could rely on going forward until Russell Wilson left that game with a concussion. Now that he's been ruled out, don't feel nearly as good about Jerry Judy today. So uh, with Brett Rippon throwing him the football, go ahead and uh, use him, him being Jerry Judy, at your own risk. Goes deep down the left sideline, and that's caught! That's T. Higgins to the end zone. All right. This is a nightmare, and this is where playing fantasy football can drive you crazy. Last week, T. Higgins was active, and nevertheless, he, I don't know if he re-injured himself. You know, it was a pregame warm-ups, and they thought he might be able to go, but all you did was get to see T. Higgins line up on the sidelines last week. Now, he's expected to be good to go this week. So I'm going to cautiously say I would probably use him in most cases, especially if you're in a league where you use three wide receivers. But again, that will be something that as we get calls throughout the show here today, I'll probably look at it on a a case-by-case basis. But um, I don't think you can necessarily be scared of Higgins just because of what happened last week. The Bucs are a pretty tasty matchup for the Bengals today. Hurts throwing. Open. Who else? Goddard. Touchdown. 
All right, so Dallas Goddard has not been removed from injured reserve just yet, so he will not be back for the Eagles today against the Bears. That is unfortunate because I think a lot of people saw that he was trending in the right direction. He's in the window where he can come back from injured reserve right now, but it doesn't look like the Eagles are going to activate him today. Usually get the activation notice on Saturday so they can make all the roster moves. So don't anticipate Dallas Goddard being available for the Eagles today at Soldier Field as they take on the Bears. And again, that is a bummer because he's been one of the few viable options at tight end in fantasy football until he did injure himself, but he's not going to be available today. I still say hang tight. He'll probably be back next week. Another tight end, actually, who uh, I did not mention, but Darren Waller will come back for the Raiders today. So maybe, just maybe, if you need an option, he could be available on your waiver wire if someone gets sick of him at this point. So if you're desperate, maybe Darren Waller's the guy you turn to instead of Dallas Goddard. All right, one more for you before we uh, take your calls here. Second and 11. Lawrence looking deep in the end zone. Ingram holds on. Touchdown. What a catch. What a catch and what a day for Evan Engram. Trevor Lawrence listed as questionable on the injury report. He's going to go, so no concern there. They do have a tough matchup against the Dallas Cowboys, who have a banged-up secondary, though. So I think if you have been looking for a quarterback to this point, Trevor Lawrence the last, I don't know, month or so has looked a lot more confident He's actually given me confidence that I can trust him in fantasy football. Again, it's a tough matchup against the Cowboys, but they're a secondary that's banged up, and I think you can probably get some points from Trevor Lawrence this week, and Evan Engram in that highlight as well is the other tight end who went off with a career high last week, 160, I believe, two yards, a couple of scores, 11 catches. He was targeted 15 times. So Evan Engram at this point, I think um, you can go ahead and just if you were yeah, if you scooped him off of the waiver wire, you clearly did so because you needed some tight end help. So he's somebody who I think can probably go ahead and don't be too concerned about the Cowboys today because that secondary is banged up. All right, there are all the key injuries that you need to be aware of for Week 15 here in the NFL. I'm Jeff Mellard broadcasting live from O'Donovan's, courtesy of our great friends at Telemordu. Irish Whiskey, come on out. Uh, join us today. We're going to be... Hanging out until about 2 o'clock. Um, we're going to be broad, broadcasting until noon, though. Deanne Miller is going to join me around 10 o'clock. So come on by. If you're on the near north side, say hello. O'Donovan's. We're going to be having lots of fun watching, of course, the World Cup, which kicks off in about 45 minutes from right now as well. So there is no place you would rather be in the city today. Come on out and join us here live at, the, at O'Donovan's here on ESPN 1000. Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey presents the ESPN Chicago Fantasy Football Show with Jeff Meller. We are live from O'Donovan's on the north side talking fantasy football and so much more all morning. This is ESPN Chicago on AM, FM, and app. I don't know how you could not be jacked for a fabulous Sunday of NFL action, and of course, if you're listening to this show, the Fantasy Football Show here on ESPN 1000, here with you every Sunday morning during the football season from 8 to 9 a.m. I don't know how you could not be jacked after just a fabulous Saturday of NFL action, and then, of course, we've got the World Cup coming our way in about 40 minutes from right now, so going to be hanging out watching that live right now. 
from O'Donovan's. If you're on the near north side or if you're just in the city looking for a spot to watch the World Cup final with us, we're going to be doing that up until, I'd imagine that game will wrap up around 1130, assuming we don't get uh, PKs. And then, of course, at uh, noon, we have the Bears game, taking on the Bears take on the Eagles. I'll be live at O'Donovan's, hanging out until at least 2 o'clock today to uh, have a fantasy football slash Bears-Eagles watch party. So at any point today, if you're looking for a spot to watch um, football or football, O'Donovan's is the only place you need to be. So come on out and say hello. Again, Deanne Miller will be joining me at 10 a.m. as well. All right, 312-332-3776. Lines are jammed, so let's get after it. Let's try Mike, who is our regular. Mike is hanging out in Mount Prospect, as always. Mikey, what's going on? Hey, Jeff. I started the week off as a seven-point favorite. I'm a 32-point underdog. He not only had Allen, but he also had Nash who put up 22 points, for God's sake. But anyways, um, it's probably going to be my last call because I'm going to be eliminated, and I want to wish you and your family a very, very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year next year. And I appreciate you, and uh, you're the the best. Good man. Uh, Mike, I appreciate it. Thank you, man. I always appreciate you being a loyal listener, so thanks for the kind words. Okay, I got two. I got two quick ones here for you. Okay. Uh, I need one or two uh, WRs and one or two of two running backs. Uh, the WRs, I got Christian uh, Watson or Jerry Judy, as you mentioned before. And the running backs are Montgomery and Brian Robinson of Washington. Sure. All right, Mikey. Um, and only Mike gets away with the two questions because he has been uh, such a loyal listener for so long, and he leads off the show today. But, uh, Mike, I think especially based on where you're at, Christian Watson's the easy call because we've seen him go off for three touchdowns. I say that, obviously, Jerry Judy did it last week. But, nevertheless, I think Watson with Rodgers throwing him the football, uh, especially against a depleted Rams defense without Aaron Donald, is much more likely yeah. to have a big day over Jerry Judy with, you know, playing with Brett Rippon today. And then running back, I think Brian Robinson pretty easily, um, just because you know you've seen at this point he is probably a lock for 18 to 20 carries. He's usually the guy who they go to uh, in close near the goal line. Certainly Antonio Gibson's still in the mix, but again, I just don't really trust David Montgomery much at this point with Justin Fields kind of taking over the goal line workload for the Bears. So I think it's uh, Watson and Robinson for you, Mike, and uh, have a happy holiday. Merry Christmas to you as well. See you next year, brother. Sounds good, Mike. Try. Let's get the miracle comeback, just like the Vikings did yesterday. Let's go on out to Addison and say good morning to Jason. Jason, what's going on? Good morning, Jeff. Hey, I have a flex spot. Um... I know you were just talking about David Montgomery, but he's unfortunately on my roster, so I have David Montgomery, Rashad White, and uh, I'm not too sure about DeAndre Hopkins this week, but I just need one of those on a half-point PPR. Sure, um, and I think actually this is a pretty easy call, Jason. I'd go with DeAndre Hopkins. I know Colt McCoy is probably the reason you have some cold feet, but the reality is that um, I just don't think you're going to be – in bad shape. DeAndre Hopkins, even with Colts McCoy under center for the Cardinals with Carly, Kyler Murray out, um, is still somebody. Col- Colt McCoy is he's a serviceable, ba- serviceable backup quarterback who can kind of keep the trains running on time in Arizona. I think DeAndre Hopkins is still a good bet for, you know, seven to eight catches. And in when you get any points for, you know, points per reception, even though it's only half, I still think that's the better play than the running back options you had there in Montgomery or White. Thanks, Jeff. Just like the last caller. Merry Christmas. Uh, you too, Jason. Thank you. All right, let's try Matt, who is on, in Northbrook. Matty, what do you got going on? Good morning. Good morning. 
So you mentioned uh, before about how you'd recommend someone else other than Stevenson, which was my original question. So uh, I think I'm going to take your recommendation there, but um, I'm going to change to a tight end question with Waller coming back. I was very uh, slim at tight end, so I picked up Kate Otten off the waiver wire. Would you go Waller or Otten today? Oh, boy. I, you know, I think I would lean towards Waller, Matt. Um, you know, I – I don't know if you can feel comfortable about using, you know, I think it's generally chances are both guys aren't going to go crazy for you. But I think if anything, there's that slim chance that especially because Darren Waller has had so much time off, I think he might be able, you know, I'm hoping he's fully back. And he's one of the few tight ends who's a difference maker at that position. Sure, I guess there's a possibility you miss out on a short touchdown um, from Brady to Otten. But honestly, I, I still think Waller's worth the risk. All right, thank you. All right, thank you, Matt. Appreciate it. Uh, Let's go on out to TJ, who's uh, on the southwest side. TJ, what's going on, my man? What's up, Jeff? All right, let's do this. Yes. I started Adam Thielen already, so I need one wide receiver. I need uh, DJ Moore, George Pickens, or Darius Slayton. Just one of them. Yeah, and I think you're you're a full-point PPR, right, TJ? Yes, yes. Yeah, boy. Um, you know, I, the, the, the Giants offense is apoplectic right now these days. I don't feel good about the Washington <laughs> defense they're going up against. And it's especially, it's, it's compounded by the fact that Washington just saw the Giants and what is in, in somewhat, you have to wonder about the, um, the integrity in terms of scheduling. Washington had a bye last week and then they get the Giants again at home, it's just a really tough yeah. matchup for the Giants. So I think I'd steer you away from Slayton. And then, you know, look, we, you know, I haven't said it yet on the show, but I think most listeners in Chicago know Mitch Trubisky is going to get another start for the Steelers. And at this point, yeah. if you haven't seen I think you go, you stay in that game, you go with DJ Moore over George Pickens. All right, you'll be proud of me. I bench Mark Andrews and put in the Tavis Murray. See how that goes. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's you know what I don't love I Murray though. I'll, I'll say I'll tell you what, TJ. No, no, um, I I I, uh, I didn't start um, Mark Andrews. Mm-hmm. I ended up playing um, Latavius Murray instead. Gotcha. My, I'm, I hear you. I'm just saying my one concern right now, TJ, and thanks for the call as always, um, is that I'm not sure you really want to get in bed with any of the Denver Broncos offensive skill players today if you can avoid it. But uh, yeah, look. Staying away from Mark Andrews, that clearly worked out because uh, the Ravens struggled yesterday. That's the one game I did not mention, of course, when I was running through uh, the two exciting games. I actually ducked out to do a little bit of Christmas shopping in the middle of a Browns-Ravens game. And honestly, I don't think I missed a thing and no regrets. I obviously caught up on the highlights and checked the box score, but not a whole lot going on in that middle game. Um, Let's try Scott, who's in Merrillville today. Scott, you're on the Fantasy Football Show. Hey, how you doing? Uh, I got uh, two flex PPR, um, and they're all bad. It's Ramondre Stevenson, T. Higgins, David Montgomery, or George Pickens. Normally, I'd go with Stevenson and Higgins. Uh, I'm just wondering. Today, I feel like going Higgins and Montgomery. So I, I don't know. I need two out of those four, though. Yeah, and and I get the pull, Scott. I, um, you know, it's a matter of. I guess playing it safe, right? Like maybe, maybe Scott, maybe the move is, I agree with you on Higgins, right? Um, I, t- I just don't feel great about Mon- Montgomery these days. Is there, 
you know, if you want to kind of hold out and maybe, I assume we're both, uh, we're Harris and Strong scooped up off of waivers in your league. Can you, uh, like, are they available yeah. if you need and to you know turn? what? It's so annoying. The last place guy who's not even in the playoffs, yes, last oh. week, in the game, picked up here. So I don't even have Strong. I had Damian Harris, but he's garbage now, so... What I just, about, you know, I don't want to be stuck. Wait, I'm, yeah. I, my my fear is I sure. wait till three o'clock, and then of course Stevenson, yeah, doesn't play, and then I don't, I don't, I look. There's nobody in free agency around that time that I could pick up. Got you. Um, so all right, I look, don't know. I didn't know. That's why I, let, I know Montgomery's got Philly. It's yeah, it's ugly all around. But I didn't know. I just need two of those guys. I, yeah, I like it, Higgins. Um, yeah, I definitely would use Higgins. And listen, it's at this point you're in the playoffs. I understand it. You don't want to go out because you couldn't even get you know by a few points because you can. And I can't, I can't guarantee anything with Ramondre Stevenson, right? Like it was weird that he was um, all of a sudden limited on Friday after two full, you know, no practices on Wednesday and Thursday. And obviously, Damien Harris has already been ruled out. So I think there is the sliver of a chance. But it also looked like a tough ankle injury. And I think Scott. Um, you've been a listener for a long time, so you're probably aware, and anybody else out there who has been listening for a long time here knows that I ankle injuries always scare me just a little bit because they're so easy to re-injure and then end your day. So, yeah, I, I think your suspicion is probably correct. Montgomery, a little bit safer there, but I think it's probably the right way to go because we just don't have clarity on Stevenson. Let's try Ron, who is in Schaumburg. Ron, good morning. You're on the Fantasy Football Show with Jeff Meller. Morning, Jeff. First, I want to thank you and you and your staff for uh, all the good advice throughout the years. Uh, uh, appreciate it, Ron. Thank you, man. Okay, second one. I, um, second one to say I hit Cook yesterday, but uh, he offset me with uh, Allen, so it's going to be a race to the finish. Mm-hmm. But my dilemma is I have five. It's a flex. I need one. I have Chris Elise, Christian Cook, Jamal Williams, Deontay. Johnson uh, and DeAndre Swift need one, and it's uh, it's a full point PPR, right, Ron? Correct. Yeah, I, I, I think uh, I feel pretty good about suggesting Chris Olave, and I always try and give Ron the folks out there the caveat. Of course, I can't predict the future here, right? So some of those guys are certainly it's possible they outscore Olave, but I feel pretty good about of all the options you gave. You know, the Detroit running backs and Jamal Williams and DeAndre Swift, and I know Swift had a, a little bit of a bump last week against the Vikings, but Jamal Williams still led the team with, I believe, 16 carries, even though they were unproductive yards. You know Jamal Williams is likely to get the goal line carries. So um, with both those guys kind of taking from each other's plate, tough to recommend either definitively. And then um, Deontay Johnson, similar to what I was talking about with Pickens, don't feel good with Trubisky under center there. Um, I suppose Christian Kirk would be the one guy who I might, consider over Alave, but Alave's been so good this year. Um, maybe you're a little concerned about Andy Dalton, but I think the Falcons uh, secondary is one that you can usually throw on. The, the entire Falcons uh, defense is one that you can take advantage of, so I would go ahead and use Chris Alave because I think they're going to try and get him the ball, Ron. Let's try Joel, who's in Island Lake. Hey, Joel, what's going on? Hey, Jeff. Good morning. Good morning, my friend. I got... Uh... Standard scoring, I need two running backs, and I got Saquon, Kamara, Isaiah Pacheco, or Tony Pollard. Uh, and it's uh, it's standard scoring, right? So no PPR, Joel? No, it's uh, .33 per reception. Okay, so yeah, minimal. So I think you, you definitely, you're definitely using Pollard. He's the easy start. And then it comes down to, I already 
talked about at the top of the show, my reservations about Saquon Barkley. So uh, it, I'm going to cross him off, and it comes down to Kamara and Pacheco. And I think I'm going to go ahead and say I would use Pacheco today because uh, against the Houston Texans, I think there's going to be some opportunities. I know games get weird sometimes. You never know. Of course, last week was a little odd for the Cowboys against the Texans. But nevertheless, I think the Chiefs are probably above that. So I think I would use Pollard and Pacheco, Joel. All right. I appreciate it. Have a great day. All right. You do the same, Joel. Thank you. 312-332-3776. I'm Jeff Meller. Of course, this is the Fantasy Football Show. Here with you every Sunday morning from 8 to 9 a.m. during the football season. Today, we are live broadcasting from O'Donovan's on the near side, 2100 Irving Park Road. So come on out. Say hello if you're in the area. The World Cup final kicking off in under a half an hour from now. So come on out. We are out bright and early, hanging out with you all day today here on ESPN 1000. Live from O'Donovan's on the north side, this is the ESPN Chicago Fantasy Football Show. Presented by Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey. Here's your host, Jeff Meller. This is ESPN 1000 hanging out at O'Donovan's today. Fabulous, fabulous day. 2100 West Irving Park Road. Come on out and hang out. Say hello. Uh, Doing the fantasy football show live today from O'Donovan's. Then we're going to stick around and do the points bet pregame show as well from 10 to noon. Courtesy of the fine folks at Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey. As always, great partnership with them. Have had a fabulous season. So thankful to them for supporting the show and the station, being great partners with them. So come on out, say hello, and uh, have yourself a, a nice sip of Tullamore Dew and say hello to me. And again, Dion Miller will be out at 10 o'clock. And then again, I'm going to stick around until 2 today and have a uh, – at least until 2. We'll see what, what, uh, where that takes us, but uh, could be a little bit longer. We'll see. But if you're in the area on the near north side, come on out and say hello at O'Donovan's on ESPN 1000. I'm Jeff Meller. Fantasy football show rolling on here. Let's try Peter, who is in Miami. Peter, you're probably not going to be able to make it out to O'Donovan's today, but uh, we know you'll be here with us in spirit, my friend. That's absolutely right, Jeffrey, but I also have to squeeze this call because I, uh, we have a big watch party. My wife is Argentinian, so I had to squeeze this call, though. No problem, Peter. I, I do appreciate it. Who you? So, obviously, rooting hard for Messi today. Again, that kicks off in about 25 minutes, absolutely. so anybody... I will give the. Uh, I'll also give out the the, the uh, PSA, Peter, for anybody out there. If you want to watch the World Cup, this is the spot to be. So uh, again, you got 23 minutes until kickoff. So come on out and say hello, O'Donovan's. What's up? So I just need. Um, I kind of have the answer in my head, but I don't. I want you to verify it. I'm looking for one click. Um, I'm going. I'm going against a monster team. He already has Kittle, McCaffrey, Josh Allen. I'm really behind, and Nick Chubb didn't really do me any favors that much yesterday. So I got A.J. Brown, I got Mike Williams, and I got Amon Rossain Brown. I, I, I'm, I'm not taking out A.J. Brown, but my flex spot, would you take out any of those two wide receivers to put in David Montgomery? No, especially, Peter, um, I, you know, we're at the point where, you know, the problem is, like, Fields is just – Near the goal, you know, it, it sets up on paper 
where Philly is probably going to have a lead, right? So certainly Montgomery's going to have to do the damage in probably the passing game if we're being realistic here. And, again, Justin Fields, um, while he's been a revelation for Bears fans to watch, we're so excited here in the city. You know, for fantasy purposes, he's great, but he really does kind of hinder his running game because he kind of chews up so many rushing yards that might be available to the running back. So since we've kind of had, you know, Justin Fields show that he is – more than capable, he's the, the running game for the Bears has kind of gone away in terms of reliable fantasy options. So no, I'd still use Mike Williams and Amon Ross St. Brown, especially because because you're you're you know you know you're playing from behind here. I think those guys are much more likely to have big games. Peter, sounds good. Thank you. All right, thank you for the call. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. Let's try Mike, who is in the ATL. Mikey, what's going on? Jeff, happy holidays to you, sir. You as well, Mike. You as well. Get quick, quick uh, flex question, PPR. I got Michael Gallup uh, with his with Dallas's assortment of wide receivers. Then I got Elijah Moore with the bad quarterback and uh, for the Jets. And then I got uh, Josh Palmer with their assortment as well. I need one for the flex spot. Yeah, I also think- playing from behind. Okay, Mike, I think it – I know it's not great, but I think your best bet here is Michael Gallup. You mentioned it. Elijah Moore is a non-starter for me at this point. In fact, um, as I've been really encouraged by what I've seen from Garrett Wilson to this point, but I think even he is you know, suspect with Zach Wilson throwing him the ball. We haven't seen Zach Wilson really provide – any serviceable numbers for fantasy purposes, and he's really taken down his skill players with him. So I don't know if you can even use Garrett Wilson, much less Elijah Moore. Um, and then Palmer with Mike Williams back, with Keenan Allen healthy. Um, Eckler clearly is one of the best receiving running backs in football. I don't think Josh Palmer is really usable in most formats unless um, you know Williams or Allen are out, and that's not the case today, Mike. So I think you got to use Michael Gallup and hope for the best. I, you know, it's going to be tough to assume uh, a big week, but he's you know got the possibility for a touchdown certainly. So I think that's the play there. Let's try Bill, who's in St. Joe, Michigan. What's going on, Billy? Hey, morning, Jeff. Um, I need. Uh, I already have Javante Adams, but I need two out of these three. I got T. Higgins, Jerry Judy, or Mike Williams, and then a flip flop between Najee Harris and Leonard Fournette. All right, so I would use Harris there, and then I'm still going to say Mike Williams, and I go with T. Higgins, again, um, certainly knowing what happened last week, but I think, you know, we have gotten all reports are that he should be good to go today. So I don't trust Jerry Judy with Brett Rippon throwing him the football. Just, uh, you know, that's a fate I don't really want to leave uh, my playoffs in. So I would go with Higgins over Judy. 312-332-3776. That is how Scott in Milwaukee got in. Scotty, Jeff, you're on the Fantasy Jeff, Football happy, Show. Happy holidays to you, Jeff, and I appreciate your show. You can listen to the serious shows for hours and hours, and the, you get the best content in one hour. I Really, really awesome. Thank you. Oh, Scott, I appreciate so, it. Thanks for the compliment. Yeah, so like your first caller, Mike, playing from behind, I've already played against Dalvin Cook and Kittle and Waddle, and so this is – a desperate quarterback question just because I've lost Murray and a couple others due to injury. So I'm between Tannehill, Taylor Heineke, and I cannot believe I'm even mentioning the name Zach Wilson. And so I'm thinking to myself, you know, I've got guys like A.J. Brown and McLaurin and Kelsey and even Najee who could, you know, have big days hitting the end zone. Do you look at it and go, 
I got to be a little more desperate with quarterback? Or do you take somebody that's a little more safe out of those three? Um, you know, I, yeah, this is what the one week where I will kind of change things around because you have a little more information to manipulate your lineup. So it's a fair question, but I, you know, Wilson, no, yeah, yeah, can't use him. I just no. don't. You know, if he did anything, it would be a complete surprise. I know that you may, it's probably the Lions that has you intrigued, but the reality is Zach Wilson has just looked abysmal at every turn. So he's a non-starter. Um, you know, I, I guess, Scott, I probably lean a little bit towards um, I lean towards Tannehill because the Chargers defense, you know, gives it up a little bit here. You know, we know that the Titans' attack is probably going to be – they're going to rely on Derrick Henry against a, a tough char- – uh, I'm sorry, a weak Chargers run defense. But, you know, we know Taylor Heineke doesn't really put up big numbers. And, honestly, they're going to probably be looking to shorten the game as much as possible because they know the Giants aren't capable of much. So if they can just kind of keep the game moving along, I think Washington feels like they're in a good position there. And so I feel like the best path to a big day is Ryan Tannehill – for whatever reason, maybe throwing three or four short play-action touchdowns. Maybe, and he, he is capable of running one in as well. So I think Ryan Tannehill gives you the best upside play. So I think Tannehill pretty easily, Scott. Sounds good. I appreciate it. Hope I'm talking to you next week. I hope so as well, Scott. 312-332-3776. That is how you jump on in. One more segment to go here on the Fantasy Football Show. Again, broadcasting live from O'Donovan's today here on the near north side, 2100 West Irving Park Road. If you're in the neighborhood, come on by, say hello, watch the World Cup final with us, and then uh, we'll get you set for Bears and Eagles as well. And then I'm going to stick around and uh, have a little uh, fantasy football slash Bears-Eagles watch party. So come on by over at O'Donovan's, 2100 West Irving Park Road, and say hello. Today, be here all day until about 2 o'clock. Stick around on ESPN 1000. Fantasy football playoffs are here, and all of Chicagoland wants to know WWMD. What would Meller do? If you're at O'Donovan's on Irving Park Road or listening to us live, you're in the right place. This is the Fantasy Football Show presented by Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey. Now back to the north side and your ESPN Chicago fantasy prodigy, Jeff Meller. Ten minutes away from the kickoff of the World Cup Final, the 2022 World Cup Final. Watching live here at O'Donovan's on the near north side, 2100 West Irving Park Road. Come on out and say hello. Wrapping up the fantasy football show here uh, at 9 o'clock. Brian Hanley's going to take over from 9 until 10. My guess is he's probably going to cover a major signing that the Cubs did yesterday as uh, we got word Dansby Swanson will be coming to the north side to man shortstop, moving Nico Horner over to second. So seven years, $177 million. Brian Hanley will have lots of words on that, no doubt. And uh, he may even uh, have a little bit of reaction to the Andrew Benintendi signing on the south side. And, of course, plenty of Bears and Eagles coverage as well. Uh, Deion Miller and I will be back from O'Donovan's from 10 until noon as we break down Bears and Eagles for you. And then, of course, I'll be slightly distracted because the second half of the World Cup final will be going on. So you can come on by and um, see how I try and handle that. I'm basically going to tell Dion Miller, hey, you're going to be driving this first hour while I uh, sit shotgun and passively uh, participate. 
But uh, 312-332-3776, if you've got a fantasy football question, we'll try and uh, help you get a win in advance in the playoffs here. And uh, other than that, let's have a blast here on the World Cup final day here at O'Donovan's. Let's try Paul, who's in Texas. Paulie, what do you got? Hey, good morning from Texas. How are you? Uh, Doing well. How's the uh, Lone Star State doing? Doing well. A little chilly today. Nothing like Chicago, of course. Yeah, it's a little cold here. <laughs> yeah, I got a little dilemma. I want to let you know that I do have C.D. Lamb as one of my receivers, uh, and I I'm up a little bit, but still a little bit worried because he hasn't played anybody. Uh, I, I played in Joker yesterday, and instead of Knox, oh well, you know that happens. But sure. Knox went off, and uh, so I'm wondering in your own backyard, Fields or Dak. Yeah, you know, and I think I think Paul at this point in it, I understand it. You obviously know your division rival well in the Philadelphia Eagles. They've been good defensively, but they've been, you know, they've done this thing where they get up by a significant margin quite often and still give teams an opportunity to kind of put up some fantasy numbers. So I think you still got to use Justin Fields because the opportunity, especially with the CD Lamb, you could very easily find yourself in a situation where if Dallas gets uh, just has a pedestrian, you know, fantasy day, it could kind of sink you. I think you want to diversify a little bit there. And Justin Fields, with the rushing ability, has just been so overwhelmingly um, one of the best quarterbacks in fantasy. I think you still he's a must start at this point. And you don't even think about the matchup. All right, great. I appreciate it. Happy holidays. All right, you too, Paul. Thanks for the call. 312-332-3776. Let's try Barry, who's in Fort Lauderdale, probably a little bit warmer down there. What's going on, Bear? How you doing, Jeff? Doing well. Good. Love the show. Appreciate the help. Um, unenviable situation of having to decide between Daniel Jones and Mac Jones after Kyler's injury last week. Yeah, that's a tough one. I think, though, um, boy, I mean, man, it's hard to really like what the Patriots are doing at this stage. But, um, you know, I I, I mentioned it at the top. I'm scared to even use Saquon Barkley at this point. So I know the rushing ability is really probably the only thing that's kind of keeping you, you know, in the Daniel Jones corner a little bit or at least giving you an issue. So. But nevertheless, I'd go with the other Jones. Mac for me against the Raiders, I think, is the play. Uh, I just think the the uh, the ceiling is capped for Daniel Jones with that offense. I agree, and you're not liable for anything about the uh, the outcome today. So keep uh, up the good work. I appreciate I, the help. No problem, Barry. Thank you for the call. Let's go on out to my buddy Dave, who's in Elkhorn, Wisconsin. Davey, how are you doing, friend? Good. Good morning, Jeff. Hey, happy holidays to you and your family and everybody at the station. Um, I'm sitting here uh, wondering. I've got. I don't like uh, the Denver D going against Arizona this week. I have Hopkins in already. And I had Connor in, but um, I want to kind of throw him in this mix. I need two of these five PPR: okay. McKinnon, Connor, Knight, Olave, and Lazard. I need two of those guys. Okay, Dave. Uh, Olave is definitely getting one start from me here, and then it's you know. Clearly, we saw the big week from Jerick McKinnon last week, but I'm sure you and everybody else already saw that. You know, that's just Patrick Mahomes making magic happen. I think it's hard to really count on the consistency from McKinnon. Um, I, I think I would lean towards Bam Knight here just because against Detroit, I think they're going to lean on him heavily because they're not going to want Zach Wilson to throw the ball 
if at all. You know what I'm saying? So I think I personally would go with Alave and uh, Bam Knight. Thanks, Jeff. Have a good one. You too, Dave. Thank you for the phone call and the kind words. Let's try Ishmael, who's in Oaklawn. What's going on, Ish? Oh, uh, well, on our way to the Bears game right now, and I'm trying to set up my lineup. All right. So, Kyler Murray went out, so I went on uh, waivers, and I was able to get Jared Goff. But I also have Justin Fields for starting QB. So, yeah. I'm kind of worried that we're both going up pretty good defenses, and I'm just wondering who I should start. To yeah, yeah no, I, I hear you. I, I still like similar. I'd still use Justin Fields here because – at this point, the rushing ability, it's the cheat code in fantasy football. You know, you have a guy who's capable of going for 50, 60, 70, or 160 rushing yards with your quarterback. That is something that is hard not to start. And, again, the goal line opportunities he gets as a rusher, too, are just too hard to ignore. So, uh, for the most part, I'm basically saying you got to use Justin Fields. I know it's a tough matchup against the Eagles, but the Eagles are certainly a team that provides the opportunity for players to sometimes put up some garbage stats as well. Let's try... Craig, who's in uh, Lansing, Michigan. What's going on, Craig? Hey, man. Um, I was going to ask a running back question, but I'm going to change up because I got a tough one. All right. Trevor Lawrence is playing the Cowboys. We know yep. every other week for five weeks, the Cowboys have had a crap game on defense, and then the next week they blow up. That's the pattern. Brady, we know what he's been doing, but yet the Bengals got three defensive backs out. Um and the best pass rusher, Trey Hendrickson. So my question to you is, I'd like your thoughts on, do you want to shake the dice with Trevor Lawrence? Or do you want to think that, hey, maybe Brady, after getting waxed last week, is going to have his best game that he's had all year long because he hasn't had but one against KC forever and a day ago. And uh, so for me, I'm asking, in a standard league, do you like um, Brady or Trevor Lawrence? And I appreciate it, man. Uh, yeah, no thank problem. you. No problem. Thank you. Yeah, it is close. I'll admit that for me, Craig, but I would still say I'm going to go ahead and suggest to use Trevor Lawrence here. At this point, I don't think it's a matter of motivation for Tom Brady trying to figure it out. I think what you're seeing is, you know, I don't know if it's a, it's a, the offensive line is a sieve. They haven't been able to protect him. I don't think at his advanced age anymore, Tom Brady is, you know, he, he I don't think he enjoys the idea of getting hit. And so I think there's some element of, you know, doesn't have the receivers open at the points that he wants them, and he's not able to necessarily connect with them um, because he's not willing to hang in there and take the hits like he once was. You know, And so I don't think he's just going to automatically turn it on. I think a banged-up Dallas secondary is probably the way you want to go, especially with Trevor Lawrence showing the ability. And you know what? He, he also brings some rushing ability to the table, so that's just a nice... You like to have a quarterback who will at least threaten defenses occasionally. And, again, it does give you those extra three, four, sometimes you know six points with a touchdown. So I think I'd still use Trevor Lawrence over Tom Brady, although they are close in my ranks. All right, that's going to do it for me, folks, here on ESP 1000 for right now. But coming your way next is Brian Hanley. He's coming up for an hour. Again, I'm sure he'll talk a lot about Dansby Swanson and get you set. I'll do a little bit of preview of Bears and Eagles. And then Deion Miller and I will be back your way from 10 until noon, live right here at O'Donovan's, courtesy of our fine friends at Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey. So come on out, say hello, watch the World Cup final with us. It's going to be a fantastic day. Again, O'Donovan's, 2100 West Irving Park Road on the near north side here. Come on by, say hello, and hang out with us all day 
here on ESPN 1000. And thanks to Jake Cantu, the entire ESPN 1000 promotions team, and, of course, uh, Charlie Bevins for hang- holding down the fort back at the shop. All right, talk to you in an hour here on ESPN 1000. Thank <laughs> you.